Hi, guys. You guys are doing a real good job on the show. Oh, encouraging child on the podcast. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Oh, thanks, kiddo. Aww. Oh, man, that means a lot. You shouldn't be listening to this, though. My mom says I can listen to it as long as I don't emulate any bad behavior. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Yeah, I guess. That's I guess. good advice. Still, you got a bad mom. <laughs> Still, your mom sucks. <laughs> mom sucks <laughs> shit, dude. Still, what's your mom's number? <laughs> Not like we're screaming or acting proud of mood. Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so loud and rude on the train. On the train. On the train. Yeah, on the train. On the train. Doors closing. Hey, welcome everyone to another fine episode of Four Guys on a Train. I am one of your hosts, Peter. I am an additional host, Brandon. I am the worst host, Rick. I am the guest host, Jake. We were going to have Jake on um, anyways to to help us out with the second and third act. And then um, Rick told us he couldn't make the podcast. So we're like, well, we'll just bring Jake on for the whole thing. He can just be like a guest host. Then Rick said, oh, no, 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 no. I can actually do it now. So we're like, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to make Jake come on halfway through. We already promised him a full guest mm-hmm. spot. I basically just got jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I got FOMO for my own podcast. <laughs> well, I am perpetually jealous of your full-time hosting duties, so uh, we're even. Yeah, so there we go. Now we're now we're all jealous of each other. And right, so um, you're looking at four, four almost fully vaxxed boys right here. Jake's on his first dose, I think, right, Jake? Yeah, I get my second in five days. Nice. Whoop. That's amazing. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because today, as of the recording of this, the CDC said if you're fully vaxxed, you don't got to wear no mask. Wherever. Oh, wherever. Oh, boy. Celebrate good times. Come so, on. I want to know what the first place you're going to go into without a mask is uh, ever. I mean, providing that the business says you can. I have. Well, I've been to some places in Indiana that aren't requiring it, like video game stores. Um, these dude bros don't don't really care about regulations. And since I'm back, so I haven't worn a mask in there. So I guess maybe the sheen is kind of worn off for me already. The neck beard blocks the COVID from getting into your f- mouth. It does, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a very effective natural filter. Yeah. Gosh, where would I want to go first? Um, I'm gonna go right into a hospital. <laughs> I'm gonna get all the colds and flus that I can. Wow. Get all the other sicknesses that you've been you've missed out on the last year. I've I've missed a year of getting a cold, you know, or the flu mm-hmm. or anything. So I haven't had a sore throat in like 15 months. What the fuck? I want the sniffles. I want that thing where you're you uh, have a clogged nostril and you forget how good you had it when your nostrils weren't clogged. Right, and then you keep rolling over in your sleep and just clogging the one and then the other and then the other. <laughs> Switching back and forth. Oh, yeah. I really miss that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go do that. I'm going to go get sick. (laughs) Good call. I feel like I know what your answer is, Jake. Yeah. um, Hopefully a concert. I miss concerts. Um, I have tickets to a cup. They've been announcing them like crazy, which is awesome. I know. uh, So I'm broke now. Um, But (laughs) um, I did drop uh, way too much money on a concert at the Pritzker Pavilion. Oh, sweet. In Millennium Park to go see Wilco. And... There's this dumb thing that they're doing now where they do fluctuating ticket prices. So my lawn seats were like ninety dollars. Mm. Oh, but I was like, I really want to go. I really want to go. What a racket! They were fluctuating when I got Genesis tickets too, because they only announced the one Chicago show first, and I think there was like a single seat going for like two grand. I was like, Are you 
are you kidding me? Like, how how is this legal? That's stupid. <laughs> That's actually just Phil Collins doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there. <laughs> bloody wankers. <laughs> I'll get that money. I need more money for my 50 divorces I've had. <laughs> I don't know why he's like proper, yeah. but. <laughs> Sir Phil Collins. I say. Wasn't he the one that had like like a castle? What, what, what was the situation? Remind me, because I. So he apparently, from what I remember, he has some estate in Florida. And so he's like, I read Phil Collins' autobiography because obviously I'm obsessed with him. He is not like a good person. No. Like. He just, when he gets sick of someone, he's just like, fuck it, I'll divorce him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. And I'll just go after somebody else. He does not come off like a good person in this autobiography. Um, so he's on his third wife, I think, now. Um, and allegedly, she like locked him out of their house and had like armed guards like oh, yeah. at the at the complex so he couldn't get in or something. That's oh, I remember right. that. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I don't know what he did, but I think she- Florida man, Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was probably Susudio. I don't know. She was mad about it. Yeah. I think I think a lot of us are still mad about it. Look, let's just not say things we can't take back here. Right? <laughs> I guess she was saying like he like wasn't fulfilling her like sexually or something like that. That was like part of it. And it's like, well, yeah, he's fucking crippled. Like, what do you want? You know? Is he oh is he not able to perform? Um Oh no, no, no. He cannot drum anymore. I meant in bed. I don't know. <laughs> uh Peter. He's still got he's still got a mouth and two hands. He's still got that invisible touch. <laughs> you know, she'll she can feel it coming in the air tonight if he really wants. Hey, nice. <laughs> if he really wants. <laughs> he can trash he can trash that camp, dude. <laughs> That's the problem. He would always trash the camp and not clean up after it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I I don't want my camp. I just cleaned my camp. <laughs> it is neat and tidy, Phil. Trashing the camp. Shut up, Phil. Stop. Not to go on another tangent, but <laughs> yeah. did, but Pete, didn't you do a thing at Disney in like band and school where you recorded over that movie? You did the same thing, didn't you? Yeah, I did it too. What'd you do? Go to Disney World with your band or something? Yeah, marching band in high school. We went to Disney and we they like played the animated movie and the band scored the sound over it. And that was one of the songs. And then Phil Collins sued all of you. Yeah. <laughs> he sued Sudi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Pete, you like you like broke yourself on that one. <laughs> I saw the look on his face when he said that. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I, I just thought of it. It's great. I'm gonna say it." I mean, it, it it was very good. It was a very good use. All right, we got to move. We'll talk about trashing camps so later good. in this segment uh, with uh, something Rick has going on. But uh, I think we should move on to uh, the first segment, which is courtesy of Brandon, I believe. Brandon, what you got for us today? I've got a tasty little ear. Oh, fuck. <laughs> tasty little. <laughs> I've got a tasty little fuck for you guys tonight. Is that a jack jar or is it just an accident? There's a separate jar, the Freud jar. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a tasty little erotica. So tonight, not only do we have a titillating story. Titillating is not the right word. Does that just mean like a sexual thing? Did you say titty lady? (laughs) Tonight we've got a very titty lady story. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Dolly Parton. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's yeah. a real DP. Dolly Parton story that comes to us from <laughs> Titty Lover 69. It's really well-rounded. So whether or not titillating is the right word, not only do we have a, uh, a story, uh, we have another guest joining us um, to fill in some roles here. Who's already regretting it. <laughs> she's, she's wondering what she's doing here. Uh, that's my wife, Jen. Say hi, Jen. Hi. We actually do know a lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just one. This is the one lady we know that's willing to sit down and do this. So willing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rick's wife's like, God, no. Keep no, thank as you. As far away as possible. Go in the basement. I don't need to be called a titty lady. No, thanks. I didn't call anyone. Just forget it. <laughs> Just move on. So this story, I have given it a title. It's better than the original title. We'll just say that. All right. The title I've given it is The Third Plan. And it's by uh, fan fiction author Charlie Van House. Okay. Okay. It's divided into three chapters, and I'll assign uh, roles as we go. Oh. The first scene is kind of an introduction here called Chapter One We're Getting a Butler. <laughs> and the first role I'm going to assign got Kingsley Shacklebolt. I don't know if anybody's a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> sure. Works in the ministry. Mm. Not as much as you guys. No, probably not. Rick will be playing the role of Kingsley Shacklebolt. So if we're ready, let's begin the third plan. The scene, the Ministry of Magic. Called it. Our office. Kingsley Shacklebolt sat down, musing about Harry Potter, Albus Dumbledore, and Lord Voldemort. He knew that Dumbledore and Voldemort had a plan. Dumbledore wanted Harry to kill Voldemort. Voldemort wanted to kill Harry. I'm sick and tired of all these plots and manipulations. And I'm sure Harry is too. I wonder if there's a way out for the boy without Dumbledore realizing it. Kingsley thought about it. Wait, I remember an action of the Auror office to see how American muggle policemen handle themselves without magic. During that investigation, I met... What was his name again? Ah, uh, yes. Carl. <laughs> Carl Winslow. What a twist. Wow. I did not see that one coming. Holy cow. What a crossover. Holy shit. Family Potters. <laughs> Family Potters. <laughs> wow <okay>. harry matters <laughs> harry Ma oh. <laughs> no <laughs> just move on move on um <laughs> okay so picking up from there carl had told kingsley about his wife harriet his children laura eddie and judy his mother estelle and his sister-in-law rachel along with her son richie he also mentioned something about a neighbor someone named urkel <laughs> <laughs> he told them about everyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> including his neighbor of course <clears throat> all right back to kingsley i'll have to give my old friend a call if this plan succeeds harry can live a normal life he won't have to be a murderer or a victim kingsley picked up the phone and dialed he liked to call this plan the third plan <laughs> roll credits Oh, that's good. <clears throat> All right, so moving How, wait, on. How's the Family Matters song go again? Everywhere you go. It's a rare condition. 
This Mr. day and age, oh, I'm reading the good news on the newspaper <laughs> page, etc. Oh, yeah. Was I right or am I thinking something else? I think you're thinking of something else. Step by step. Yeah, yeah. That's, step by that's step. it. Okay, gotcha. Also an A-plus TV opening mm-hmm. theme. There is a opinion. crossover in that, too, between those two. Steve Urkel oh. does appear on uh, Step by Step. Damn, that's right. All right, so Kingsley has picked up the phone and dialed. He's calling this plan the third plan. Okay. <laughs> The scene, Chicago, Illinois. Represent. A modest home in the city. It is the home of Carl Winslow and his family. The phone is ringing at 3 a.m. Carl awakes and opens his eyes. Okay, so um, playing Carl, I've got Jake. And playing Harriet, actually, I've got Pete. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Okay. We have a woman here, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'm, I was trying to divide up nope, the roles between the three of you as equally as possible. I'm just, so. I'm just ribbing you. It's all good. Hey, quit ribbing me. Sorry, man. It's for your pleasure. This isn't the time for ribbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do like a good, a good ribbed. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, uh, Carl. <laughs> Poor Jen. I like a good ribbed. <laughs> you know, one of them ribbed. Yeah. Is a... <laughs> Can I get a, a half slab of ribbed, please? I'd like a. Uh, yes. I'd, can I have a Mick ribbed? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. This is going to go wait. Yeah. All right. All right Jen's no. like, I have shit to do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Carl awakes and opens his eyes. Harriet, answer the phone. Carl said groggily. Harriet got up and answered the phone. Uh, Carl, it's for you. Harriet said. Carl got up and walked to the phone. Harriet gave it to him and went back to bed. He took the. F- <laughs> Great exposition. Sorry. Yeah, it is. It is. Really world building here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Carl took the phone and said, Hello? Mr. Winslow, this is Kingsley Shacklebolt. Do you remember me? Kingsley said from the other end. Do you realize it's three in the morning over here? Carl said, grouchily. Suddenly, the roar of Steve Urkel's approaching dinosaur slippers <laughs> announced his arrival. Oh, and then Pete, you're playing Steve as well. You talking to big guy? <laughs> is that is that good? I don't really remember yes, what Urkel yes, no, that's that yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's very good. All right. Okay, Steve said, "Shut up and turn those off." Carl said, pointing to the dinosaur slippers. Well, gee, what's got your nippers in a tw- in a twist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Steve saying nippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one of his. That was one of his very right. very common catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> Along with God and he cheese. Yeah. Did I do that? <laughs> Who's got, got your nippers, nippers in her twist? twist. <laughs> All right. Nippers in a twist. Yep. Steve said before he went back upstairs. Where aren't they upstairs? Or no, Steve attic. lived in the attic. Was that was that what happened in the later seasons? Yeah. So now we know where we are in the um in the chronology of the show. <laughs> of probably the seasons. like season <laughs> seven or eight. There's probably a Stefan or Kel by this time. There is definitely a Stefan yeah. or Kel by this time. Anyway. Mr. Winslow. Kingsley said on the phone. Oh, sorry. I was just having a fight with my neighbor. What what did you say you needed? Mr. Winslow, I have a problem. There's a kid over here that needs to be protected. His guardians are now unable to take care of him, so I was hoping, with your name being on one of the safe houses for international witnesses, that he might live with you, Kingsley said. Are you serious? Carl asked. I would not be anything but. Well, I'll have to think about it. Just a question, not that that matters, but... What color is he? What? Carl said. <laughs> what? Whoa. This took a turn. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> what color is he? White. Kingsley replied. Does, does he speak fluent English? 
Carl said, excited. Yes, he is from the mother country after all. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he of... is a pure blood. <laughs> all right, forget my thinking. I'll do it. Carl said, smiling. Thank you, Mr. Winslow. Just a question. What was the last thing I said to you before I left the conference? Kingsley said. What conference were they at together? <laughs> the conference. Yeah, the one. You know it. <laughs> Yeah. International one. Uh, let me think. Um, oh, oh, right. It was hasta la vista in a weird way. <laughs> what the? Kingsley loves Terminator. <laughs> I feel like this is intended to be Kingsley just verifying that it's actually Carl Winslow that he's yeah, speaking to. Sure. But <laughs> sure. like he's already oh, wow. spilled all of the details of this <laughs> of this situation. And then at the last minute, he's like, wait a minute. Better do a security check here. What's your password? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You've already spilled the beans that you have a white, fluent English boy <laughs> yeah. who needs protecting. Thank you, Mr. Winslow. We'll send you his history, and then in two weeks, we'll make the drop-off. What's with the military talk? We're not in a war, Carl said, smiling. Yes, we are, Mr. Winslow. Yes, we are, Kingsley said and hung up. That is one weird guy, Carl said. He went back to smiling again <laughs> and walked back into his bedroom. Harriet, I have good news. We're getting a butler, Carl said. <laughs> Harriet's eyes snapped open and she stared at Carl. What did you just say? Dramatic musical flourish. <laughs> this is. So this, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is not narration. This is like. I don't know. It was just in the story. Okay. So I'm just going to read it yeah. as if it's narration because that's how it's framed. This is the first crossover ever done. This is a very <laughs> funny story. Wait till Voldemort meets Urkel. This story will make you laugh yourself to death. Oh, I don't want that to happen. I want to live. This is just hubris. This shit yeah. is great. It's a, it's a yeah. warning. It's a, it's a, <laughs> a warning from the author. Stop reading now. <laughs> you will die. Yeah. All right. So we've got chapter two, The Butler. Okay. Um, we're introducing Harry. Um, I like how and, sorry. I like how chapter one was we're getting a butler, and then chapter two is the butler. The butler. That's right. <laughs> really good. Can we ask what the original title was yet, or do you want to wait till later? I think it was just Harry Urkel and the Winslows. Mm. Yeah, oh, like bad. it was that's just like one. gives away the <laughs> yeah. fucking whole yeah. game. Stupid. Okay, yeah. So uh, Rick, you, I don't think Kingsley appears again. So you're uh, just going to take over the role of Harry. Fuck yeah. Dream come true, baby. And then when the kids get introduced, I think Jake just take on, I think Eddie's only got one or two lines, so you can just jump okay. in as Eddie. And then Jen will be taking on all of the lady roles other than Harriet. Awesome. I'm sure she's prepared um, unique character traits and <laughs> speaking styles for each of them. Nope. <laughs> Chapter two, The Butler. Carl Winslow opened the door that had just been knocked upon. Standing there was a bespectacled... Fuck. Standing there was a bespectacled 15-year-old boy. I should have been doing that as the narrator. That's a great yeah, narrator. That's a, that's a great narrator. It's good when you can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Standing there was a bespectacled 15-year-old boy with a lightning scar on his head. Hello, Mr. Winslow. Kingsley Shacklebolt sent me. This is to be my new home for the summer. Allow me to introduce myself. Harry Potter. Harry said, sticking his hand out. You're English. Carl said, giddy with glee. You're our new butler? Harry looked confused. Butler? I was told you were supposed to be hosting me for the summer. Carl looked disappointed. <laughs> Sorry, I, I figured if you were English, then you must be a butler. <laughs> 
Harry looked interested at the portly man's misunderstanding. You know, if you pay me some money, I could do the majority of the chores around here. I do cook and clean, and I also garden, Harry said. Carl sprung up with glee. How about $100 a week? Harry looked at Carl, incredulous. I may look young, but I do know money, Mr. Winslow, and it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really getting into it. <clears throat> and it looks like you're trying to use cheap labor. I will not accept anything lower than $400 a week. Carl looked grumpy. 250 Take it or leave it, Henry. It's Harry, Harry said. And I think that is agreeable. Carl, a voice said from behind Carl. Stop bothering the nice Englishman and let him come in. All right, Harriet, Carl said, annoyed. Uh, just so you know... Harry said smugly. Our deal still stands, Harry said as he came in. He made his way into the living room. There was a man... Nah. There was... Man. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't hard. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he made his way into the living room. There was a woman behind Carl. She was tall and had a warm smile. Hello, Harry. I'm Harriet. Hello, Mrs. Winslow. Harry said, shaking her hand. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't fucking say that. I said I Harry. Said my name's Harry. <laughs> so call me that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he then got a clearer picture of the living room. There was a fireplace right beside the door. Then the stairs were there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see it in my mind. Yeah, it really helps visually. <laughs> stairs were also there. <laughs> Then beyond the stairs, as he worked his way around the room, his eyes caught sight of an odious piece of furniture. The bottom of the piece was a typical dresser, but on top was some kind of red circle. It looked weird. Harry looked around the room. Hang on one second. I want to look up the word odious. <laughs> I love that. Usually when we read these, you can tell the authors have pulled out the... Uh, thesaurus. The old yeah. thesaurus. Yeah. There was an ugly piece of furniture. No. <laughs> yeah, it does mean like repulsive. Right, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if what he described sounds repulsive to me. Maybe but... he meant ominous. Maybe. Oh. Maybe it looked like Odie from Garfield. <laughs> yeah, that was a, he meant Odie-ish. Yeah, Odie. it's an Odie-ish <laughs> piece of furniture. He caught sight of a normal piece of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> he caught sight of a hutch, Harry, for fuck's sake. Just a hutch. <laughs> All right, so Harry looked around the room. Where are the rest of the family? Harry asked. Oh, hold on, sugar. Let me call them. Harriet called out their names. Eddie, Laura, Judy, Rachel, Mother Winslow. <laughs> Come on and meet our new house guest. She means our new butler, Carl chimed in. Oh, hush up, Carl, Harriet snapped. The family came downstairs. There was an athletic-looking son. He looked like a womanizer, in Harry's opinion. <laughs> there was a younger girl who looked like an overachiever, and then there was a younger daughter. He took this away from just their looks. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart. Harry thought she looked a little sad. Then there was an older woman with a young boy. And then there was an old grandmother. Hey, Harry. Eddie said. I'm Eddie Winslow. Hello, Eddie. Harry said. Hey, nice accent. Eddie said. Can you teach me? It'd be a real hit with the ladies. Yep. Harry thought. Typical womanizer. <laughs> I thought he was just saying, yep, he could teach him the accent. <laughs> yep, yeah, I will. <laughs> Fucking Americans. Always womanizing. Hey, Harry. Judy said. Do you know any of the Beatles? Harry looked amused. I find that offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know the fucking Beatles, huh? <laughs> yes, and I'm best friends with the Queen. <laughs> I listened to them once on the radio my family was listening to, he said, thinking of the Dursleys. Hey, Harry. Laura said. 
Do you live close to Dartmouth College? Mm, I only saw it once, Harry said, though at the time he was stuffed in the back seat being annoyed by Dudley. God, that was a horrible road trip. <laughs> Good thing it ended on the island, though, where Hagrid showed up. <laughs> remember? Remember from Harry Potter? So, Harry, how's the weather in England right now? Rachel asked. Uh, horrible, Harry said. Bloody heat wave has got the country by the teeth. So, Harry. Mother Winslow asked. How is your family doing, by the way? Well, they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for bringing it up, you old bitch. (laughs) Too soon. Tally-ho. How is your family doing? I can't do that. (laughs) See, Jen, not as easy as it looks. Oh, I know. It's not. All this goofing off. I asked if I could read ahead of time, and he said no. It's part of the fun. How is your family doing with you away? Harry thought about that for a second. Mm, Surviving without me, Harry said with glee. He loved to see how Dudley was doing his chores now. I think he meant he would have loved. Uh, Suddenly, the air was filled with a horrible roaring sound. It sounded like the roaring was footsteps. The Winslow's faces turned to horror. Soon, the person wearing the dinosaur's slippers... Oh, how Harry hated those. Dudley got one of those for Christmas a few years ago. (laughs) Came into view. Harry was shocked. There was a person with huge glasses and suspenders standing in front of them all. Oh, hey, big guy. Is the butler here yet? That statement was followed by the weirdest sound Harry ever heard. And he once heard Voldemort as a baby thing in the graveyard. It's extra funny to uh, to Harry Potter fans, you know. <laughs> Some baby thing. Baby thing. <laughs> it was two laughs followed by a snort. Give it to me, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Harry said the first thing to come to his mind. What the hell are you? <laughs> Damn. And that's chapter two. Okay, we got one more chapter. All right. It's nice to discover that Pete was born to play Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have this repressed memory of him. Actually, I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, Jen was a little offended that I didn't ask her to play Steve because she won a Steve Urkel impersonation contest when she was a kid. What? Oh, really? I yeah. had yeah. no say in this, Jen. This is all brand new. <laughs> I didn't even know what this Urkel was in this. No, it was all me. I know. It was a, it was a sexist casting choice uh, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's been well. Actually, ages. I mean, you could do it now if you wanted. No, that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, and sleep on the couch, please. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 3, Harry's Rays and Evil Plot. Harry was groaning as he picked up the residue from another Urkel experiment. Ugh. Harry was at his wit's end. I wonder what will happen if I touch my penis like this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Another Urkel experiment gone awry. (laughs) This fucking kid. There's tissues everywhere. (laughs) Keeps trashing his camp. (laughs) (laughs) Harry was at his wit's end. Urkel made him want to go to Voldemort and shout, please kill me. Whoa. Urkel was so annoying and destructive. Harry was so tired. The Winslow family were not really that messy. He loved cleaning up after them. But Urkel, Harry was annoyed to no end with that misshapen creature. Harsh. He reminded him of how annoying Hermione was before she became his friend. (laughs) Oh, how he wished Hermione was here. 
He was more patient when she was around. Then he heard it. Hey, big guy, you got the butler cleaning up my mess again? Steve's voice was so pitchy. Yes, Steve, he's in the living room cleaning up the roof you caved in. Again. (laughs) Carl said in his annoyed voice. (laughs) I should go say I'm sorry and see what I can do to help. Steve said. Harry froze. He didn't want Urkel to help. He knew exactly what would happen if Urkel decided to help. He would annoy him to no end, and Harry's accidental magic would try to kill Steve. That's how the television blew up. He looked around for some place to hide. He saw the bathroom, but the moment before he could run for it, Urkel walked into the living room. Harry slapped his forehead with his hand, while Harry's accidental magic was gearing up to send a strangle spell to Steve. (laughs) On accident! Whoops. Is that like puberty for wizards? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I, I mean, basically, yeah, that's yeah. you're not far off. Expecto Patronum. Did I do that? <laughs> Harry calmed his magic down and went to pick up the mess again. Hey, Harry. Steve said. I want to kill him, too. <laughs> <laughs> How it is going. <laughs> How it is going. You still don't have a TV. You know, it's the darndest thing. I just put an extra battery with the remote. I didn't know it would send a message to the TV to blow up. (laughs) What? I don't don't know. (laughs) I think Harry accidentally blew up the TV with his accidental magic, but Steve took the blame for it. Oh. So he's saying putting an extra battery here sent a message to blow up the TV. To blow up the TV. Thanks, Jake. So uh, so once again, this is a, a an example of a fan fiction author, like not showing us the interesting stuff right. and just like skipping to when it's done yeah. Yeah. and then picking up with the boring shit. So that's good. Good. Good writing. Great Greek tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Harry didn't answer. Truthfully told, he had blown up the TV or actually his magic had trying to blow up Urkel. There you go, Jake. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> you're, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Urkel had been annoying Harry about his new experiment. Unfortunately, Harry's magic detected Urkel's annoyance as a threat and tried to kill him. Not because it wanted to murder him, just because, and Harry would testify to this, <laughs> the magic detected that Urkel was a danger and had to be terminated. Harry wanted to strangle Kingsley right now. How could he not know that Urkel annoyed magic so much? So, okay, so... <laughs> you have a note? <laughs> it's, not, it's not accidental magic at this point. Harry clearly <laughs> wants to just kill everyone who annoys yeah. him. And also... Uh, if you know the lore, by this point, Harry's not just shooting off accidental sparks no. left and right. He has yeah. full control of his magic. That right? stopped when he was 13. He was 13. He's 15 now. It clearly exactly. says early in the story he's 15. So. Some fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truth be told, Harry really wanted to be back in England right now. Did you hear what I said? Steve said. What? Harry said. He had I'm been thinking was... about the... <laughs> That's very deep. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Hey, what? Hey, hey, what? I take it again. What? Harry said. He had been musing about the Dursleys. How could he send Steve to them? I said I could take the dust from the TV and analyze it to determine what the Sam Hill happened to it. Steve said. Harry mused. Uh, take it. He left. Wet upstairs. <laughs> Ad got the bag of ashes. <laughs> I'm committed to reading this as sure, written. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He then pushed the bag into Urkel's arm. The he went into the kitchen <laughs> to have a discussion with Carl. Harry went into the kitchen and closed the door. Carl was making a sandwich. Carl, we need to talk. Sure, what do you need? Carl said. I need a $50 raise. What? Why? Carl snapped. Urkel, he's a bloody nightmare. If I have to do everyone's chores and keep up with the experiments of that nerd, then I need a bloody raise. He destroys everything he experiments with. Harry Potter's got some nerve calling Urkel a nerd, by the (laughs) way. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Oh. Well, 
pardon me, I've got to go bowling, Carl said with a guilty look on his face. Harry lost his patience. From everything that Urkel had put him through, to all the chores he had done when he had been here, and now Winslow was trying to cheat him out of a well-deserved raise. Harry walked right up to Carl and grabbed him by his collar and lifted him up in the air. His magic helped. Now listen to me, you fat tub of goo. I've been put through hell since I've been here, and the thing is that I like you and your family, but if you expect me to keep cleaning up after Steve Urkel, I need two things. I need Steve to stop experimenting, and I need a raise for all the trauma I've endured since I've been here. And all the trauma is being caused by a nerd who knows how to push all my buttons. Now deal with the nerd, or I will. Harry said, letting Carl down to the floor. Whew. That's like a that's like an Order of the Phoenix uh, yeah, yeah, uh, seriously. style blow up there. Look at me! <laughs> okay, so he yeah, let Carl down to the floor. Sure, whatever you say, I'll talk to Steve. Carl said. But what are you going to do to him if I can't stop him? Harry was fixing to answer, but an idea hit him. It was an awfully evil, a sensational idea. He smiled evilly at Carl. I know a certain noseless, pale, tall fellow that would find Steve very entertaining. Harry thought vengefully. Harry would know exactly what would happen. Steve would annoy Voldemort to death. He should send a camera with Steve to see all of Voldemort's pain. There was a fate worse than death, and his name is Steve Urkel. The End <laughs> so as sometimes happens, you know, when when young and uh, up and coming talented writers get going on a piece of fiction, uh, sometimes they burn out. Burnout is real. It does happen. This story was last updated uh, March of 2017, ah. chapter three. And I, I'm guessing that the author intended to write a conclusion. This this uh, amazing setup here, sending Steve Urkel to Voldemort somehow. Yeah, but never got around to it. So I guess we're left to create that story in that world in our minds. In our you know, I I feel like we could dedicate an entire episode just to unpacking this story. We absolutely there is a could. lot in here. There's a bunch of bunch of reviews on this. First review says, "I don't like this crossover. It's terrible. The worst." <laughs> uh, another one says that last part Harry said was rude, but I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm okay, but yeah. Okay, another one says, "Oh, please let Harry send Steve to Voldemort, or find a way to send Voldemort to." Steve. Uh, very hilarious. When should the next one be? I bet Urkel accidentally waved Harry's that breaks something and said, did I do that? Uh-huh. It's kind of gibberish, but I get I get what yeah. he's getting at. Yeah, we didn't get a single catchphrase in that whole fanfic. Oh, no. It's about the nippers. Yeah, nippers. The nippers. <laughs> Don't forget uh, that. He does, say, he does say Sam Hill quite a bit, right? Yeah. What in Sam Hill? Oh, he said Sam Hill at least yeah, once. Did, yeah. 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 The dinosaur slippers was accurate. That's Yeah, that's true. I can just see Urkel doing his trademark, did I do that, to Voldy. Hilarious. A butler? Well, he did that and more with the Dursleys. At least he'll be well-fed and clothed. <laughs> I joined this website because of this fic. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's only going to get better from there, buddy. Yep. Yep. Then the last review from Pokemon Hogwarts Forever says, how old is Harry? <laughs> 15. Jesus. It was very well established in the script. Uh, yeah. So there, there we go. The third plan. Or Harry Urkel and the Winslows by Charlie Van House. I guess, yeah, I just, I'd never expected that crossover in a million years. So I, I guess props to that person for providing us with that. Can't, I don't know if anyone was true to their character, but. You know, I've, I've seen worse characterizations. Judy barely saying anything and then disappearing. Totally exactly. 
exactly accurate <laughs> with that character. God bless you for bringing it to our attention. This was the crossover we all needed coming out of this pandemic. You know, it's uh, it's really raised my spirits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good find. And thanks, Jen, for reading all the uh, female characters. Jen, real quick, uh, real quick, give us that uh, Urkel. Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. We're gonna have her re-record all the lines and just dub over Pete. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It sounds pretty much the same, guys. So. <laughs> I don't think I can top that, but I guess I'll try. Um, I thought I'd bring y'all a another uh, BuzzFeed quiz to end out our episode today. I gotta say, as a listener, I try to find these quizzes while you take them and answer them myself. <laughs> That's so. great. That's good to know. We should start putting the links up. I definitely found the football one, but I'm a big football fan, so it was not as much as Brandon. Yeah, right. Yeah, but nobody can be Brandon. Oh my goodness. Alright, so uh, this time our friends over at BuzzFeed um, have brought us a wonderful little quiz called 15 NSFW, so not safe for work. Would you rather questions oh. that I'm so so sorry for? So it's not oh, as no. much of a quiz <laughs> per se. It's not like we're going to find anything out about ourselves. Well, maybe we will. Oh, I'm sure we'll maybe. find out a few things. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be put to the test. It's a test. It's a test of will and sexual prius prius prowess prowess prius. <laughs> Sexual Prius. <laughs> Sexual Toyota Prius. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to do this as a group. So majority rules, because I don't want to go through this four times. That sounds like hell. All right. So first up, would you rather accidentally text a nude picture of yourself to your parents or accidentally butt dial them during sex and they have to listen to the whole thing? Nude picture, hands down. The you know <laughs> your parents have already seen you naked at some point in your life. So I am happy though to say that uh, my parents have never seen me with an erection. So <laughs> that you're aware of. I, oh, <laughs> Jesus, the picture didn't specify erect, erect or not. <laughs> it just said nude, right? I guess so. But if, if I'm sending a nude, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. So I I'm not gonna be uh, I'm not gonna yeah. be sending one of the one of the floppy boys. It's gonna be a. Uh, Full salute, if you know what I'm saying. It's not going to be a floppy disk. It's going to be a hard drive. <laughs> so we're assuming this was a picture that was meant for someone else that you accidentally sent to your parents. No, it was meant for your parents. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was one I was about yeah. to send my parents, and I accidentally hit send. Because I was like, no, that's weird, right? That's weird. Yeah. I shouldn't do this. Oh, well, well, I sent it. It's fine. Ah, too late. Well, we'll talk about it at dinner. <laughs> the good news is, when they did last see it, it probably was a lot smaller. Yeah. <laughs> So it's only gotten better since they've last seen it. That's true. Last time they saw it, I was probably <laughs> getting a bath in the sink, which my that was yesterday. I got well, I got baths in the sink till I was like four. There's a picture of me four, like a Polaroid of me as like a four year old kid oh. in the kitchen sink getting a bath. That's too big. And I look, <laughs> he had a big sink, dude. <laughs> It was a normal kitchen sink, and I'm just like... So your legs and arms just hanging over the sides. This massive skinny boy in the sink, and it's like, you know that if anybody else saw this, they would just take me away. I would just be... I'd be out of this house, right? You understand? Oh, yeah, sure. Nowadays, for sure. Anyway, so I guess my vote would be for the sex, because um, they might not even know what's happening, um, because I make lots of just crude and like animal noises so they might think i'm at the zoo <laughs> jen come back in <laughs> verification verify this jen the part that scares me about the 
recording, like the, them listening, is the fact that they have to listen to all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't they hang up? Because if you accidentally send them a photo, they just be like, oh, gross, and delete it. But if they have, if they're like, it's like they're forced to listen to the whole thing. That's weirder. <laughs> it's so weird that like the BuzzFeed quiz writer is like, your your parents have to listen to this or we'll kill them. It's like, like uh, it's like Saw. Yeah. yeah. I want to play a game. <laughs> Jigsaw is holding the phone to their yeah. ear and he won't let them stop listening. Do you want to hear some sex? <laughs> you want to hear your kids having sex? You didn't appreciate your life. Your kids do. They're having sex right now. You're going to listen to them until you appreciate your life. <laughs> your kids do. Wow, the Saw franchise got really weird. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many horrendously gory ways you can kill someone. You gotta start making people uncomfortable in different ways. You know who's appreciating their life right now? Your children. Your kid. He's going to town. You doing this gave them life. <laughs> I will also vote for the photo then. Are you voting, Rick? Because we can't have majority if four people. <laughs> we should probably do three. Is that okay, Rick? <laughs> yeah, I'll be the I'll be the quiz master, okay. and uh, you shall be my quizzies. So photo wins then, right? So photo yeah. wins. My my parents see my erection. That's fine. Right. Whatever. We're sending them. <laughs> we're sending them nudes. All right. We're getting here. We go a little less gross. We're getting a cleaner. Would you rather give up bread forever, or? Give up oral sex forever. Bread. (laughs) (laughs) Bread. End of story. Well, counterpoint, bread. I'm not feeling it. Can bread give give me a fucking blowjob? Bread job. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was too aggressive, and it made me uncomfortable. Jack jar. Right. Jake, what was your what was your vote on the on the bread or head, baby? <laughs> I'll say bread, bread. I just couldn't answer as fast as you guys. You're getting rid of the bread. For the record, I'm keeping my bread. No, really. <laughs> Boy loves fancy bread. That's all right. That's all right. You love like sourdough and stuff. So, so they give you a percentage afterwards of who, how many uh, percent of people voted for the one you selected. So the first one, uh, nude pick or butt dial, was fifty fifty. Oh, okay. Literally right down the line. But hey, you guys gave up carbs, so yeah. we're gonna be slim as hell uh, <laughs> when we when we receive <laughs> and give. It didn't say just for you, did it? No, it just said yeah. oral sex in general. And so, give, right? That's right. Uh oh. Well, then I got to change my answer. See, you don't want to. You don't want to give that up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, and that's so rude, you know. Right. Exactly. It is rude. Uh, okay. Sorry, I gave it. Sorry, I'm I'm eating bread this week, so I can't. <laughs> I have to pick week by week. What was that percentage? That was also a fifty-fifty. Come on, people. Jake, what, what? the fuck? <laughs> <This> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, would you rather loudly orgasm after every time you cough <laughs> or or come every time you sneeze? And I apologize that everyone had to hear me just say that. <laughs> I guess it doesn't have to be loud when you sneeze, though. It could just be a silent. I was going to say silent but deadly, but really it's kind of like silent but life-creating. Right. I'm going to go with the sneeze. This, yeah. So this, the sneeze for me, too. The allergy season takes on a whole new... Yeah. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of dirty pants, boys. Right. Well, it's dirty. Yeah. It's dirty pants either way, though, because you loudly orgasm. One's just not right. vocal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this one, outstandingly, 78% would rather 
uh, Jay and their peas when they sneeze. Would you rather receive an alert every time your parents have sex? Oh. <laughs> so you've set alerts to uh, <laughs> on on your phone. Uh, or have your parents receive an alert every time you have sex? Ooh. I don't want to. I don't want to bother them every like five or six weeks. Oh, <laughs> that's like, oh boy, that's a little. I'm just. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sometimes I forget my wife listens to this. <laughs> she was just here. She was just here. I know. <laughs> I don't know the. I, I I can get an alert when they do it. It's fine. It's not going to happen that often. I'm sure they're. You know, people get older. I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> other one i think i just mm. don't want to know i don't want to know they're on vacation right now i don't want to know oh they're probably doing it right now check your phone check your phone (laughs) check your phone (laughs) your phone would be blowing up right now dude (laughs) so tiebreaker jake oh man this is bad um (laughs) i will also go with they get an alert because i don't want to know so they so so they get an alert wins okay gotcha now you guys are gonna get follow-up calls or text yeah. from your mom. You know that's going to happen. Right. Mm. Oh, good for you. I'm so happy that you guys are staying active. Are you making us a grandkid yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Did you remove the goalie? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like someone had a good Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, already clicked yeah, the button. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, you guys are in the minority. <laughs> 78% would rather know about their parents. Wow. All right. I think people are assuming, like Brandon did, that uh, in the gold in the golden years, maybe your your twilight years, you're kind of making love a little less. For most people, it's just a biological fact. Like you just, it slows down. You don't you don't do it as much. You know, whatever. Some people buck the trend, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. buck the trend, fuck the trend, whatever. I think it's worse that way because then you know, like they really had to make effort to do it. You know, <laughs> they're getting real real sensual, real. Um, I yeah. mean, that's fine. I'm good for them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess I don't want I don't want my parents to make love. <laughs> Would you rather only be able to have sex in the shower, or only be able to have sex on a table? Okay, so now we're out of the gross realm and just hmm. positioning. Yeah. I'm gonna say table. There are more tables available in more places than there are showers. <laughs> so from a pure convenience standpoint, I'm gonna go table. I will say from a pure pure convenience standpoint, easy cleanup after a shower. Oh, okay. Yep, that's fair. I'm gonna say the table. Sixty one percent would rather be stuck on a table. That doesn't surprise me. It's danger of splinters though. <laughs> it could be any table, man. It doesn't have to be wood, plastic, you know? Yeah, one of those nice like plastic picnic tables you can fold out at a yeah. To put a mattress on the table. Now it's just a <laughs> tall bed. Hey baby, you wanna have sex on this tall bed? <laughs> That looks like a table. No, no, no. No, come on now, girl. Come on, girl. It's a tall bed. No, no, no baby. No, no. It's a tall bed. No, 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 no girl. <laughs> we do need to eat dinner on the tall bed, though. After we're done, we're going to put this mattress back on the normal bed. <laughs> no, no, girl. <laughs> no, girl, no. It's a bed. Oh, no, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be. Haven't you ever seen Adventures in Slumberland? <laughs> Kid had a tall ass bed. <laughs> Would you rather only be able to partake in 30 person orgies for the rest of your life? That's a lot of persons. Or never. 
be able to have sex again. 30 person orgy. What kind of question is that? Yeah. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got, that just sounds smelly and awkward. I got to go the other way, but it doesn't matter. Majority rules. So is regular sex for me. Just. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. 66%. Wow. That's actually uh, lower than I thought. Got a lot more Brandons than you thought. <laughs> Would you rather get a butt plug stuck up your butt? <laughs> I'm so immature. That made me laugh real hard. Stuck up your butt and have to go to the hospital or accidentally dislocate your jaw while giving a blowjob. The butt plug. I'm, I can't. The bones. The bones. I can't. When you say you can't, is it like a physical, like you literally can't break a bone? Like You're unbreakable? Unbreakable? Yeah. No, I wish. I just <laughs> You just don't want to. I super don't want to. No, he's more like Mr. Glass and he's scared. Yeah, I've, I've managed to not break any bones my whole life and I just, I really got to okay. keep that streak going. I really got to. That's fair. I'll take that butt plug any day of the week. You're, I mean, you're going to have to go to the hospital for an unhinged jaw anyways, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I, you know, doctors these days, they're they're so used to crazy sex stuff. I'll go with the butt plug as well. Butt plug is the least interesting thing they've seen shoved up someone's butt, so that's fine. What do you think, Jake? I'd agree. I'd agree. I think I'd go the opposite way. Yeah, I don't like things uh, near my, my b-hole, so <laughs> I'm going to dislocate my jaw. And give some great oral sex. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to sound funny, but it just sounded real. And nope. Sorry, everyone. <clears throat> Would you rather have your best friend date, sleep with, and then marry your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a thousand times. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't even need, I don't even need the second one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very different. We're getting into these like night and day questions they're not similar at all or well that's very that's very would you rather though right I like guess. that's fair yeah i want some sort of equal like choice or somehow be allergic to all forms of touching and sexual activity get get with my dad <laughs> yeah. that's fine you guys are happy yeah. it's consensual what do i care you guys are great my dad is great like it would be a match made in heaven fantastic never been happier <laughs> richard i love your friend peter <laughs> You think he'd be amenable to marriage? The word choice. That's fine. Yeah, I think he would be amenable to marriage. He's proper. When a man loves a man's best friend. <laughs> Son, I love him. I love him. I'm so happy for you, Dad. One day you'll know a love like this. Son, that's my prayer for you. For now, I've found that love, and all I need is your blessing. <laughs> Richard. I want to be, Richard, I want to be with your friend Peter till the day I die. I want your friend to be the last person I see before I go to sleep, and the first one I see when I wake up. Everything I do, <laughs> I do it for you. <laughs> Peter. Will you, will you sing that at our wedding? <laughs> That's our song. See? It would mean so much to us. <laughs> would you like your wife? Would you walk us down the aisle? <laughs> See if your friend Brandon will take out your mother. <laughs> She'll be lonely after. <laughs> Rick's not saying anything during this whole thing. He's just kind of. I'm happy for both of them. So definitely the dad one. Give us the ratio on that. I'm really curious. Oh, I didn't give you the the butt plug one. Oh, that's right. 66% said they'd rather dislocate their jaw. 
Wow. Oh, wow. All right. So we're going with friend, marry my dad. 74%. Yeah. Marry your dad. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. It's such an extreme yeah. difference. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Plus it's one, it's one less like place to go visit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. now they live together. Yeah. Your best friend is oh. hanging out with your dad all the time. That's awesome. Now your best friend has to give you a gift on your birthday and Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you got, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just just move on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have someone? Oh boy, Uh-oh. I don't want to. I don't want to have to say this, and I don't want people to have to hear me say it. Would you rather have someone finger you immediately after they eat spicy buffalo wings, or accidentally get part of the skin on your penis torn off because it got stuck on someone's braces? Oh, oh. woof. Uh, <laughs> this is very similar. This is what you asked for, Rick. Yeah. This is, I asked for this horror. You made this happen. Yeah, I willed this into existence. The spicy, I, the spicy. <laughs> yep, yeah. same. Spicy. Get, get some milk, get some milk on that. You'd be all right. Milk enema. Sure. Just slap some sour cream on there. Get some cottage cheese. Dip it in some cottage <laughs> cheese. You'll be fine. Richard, get, get the, <laughs> Richard, fetch the cottage cheese. Peter and I had hot wings. <laughs> When you guys got married, I was ecstatic. Richard, I made love with your best friend last night. Did you get the alert? Oh, God. No. Come on. <laughs> Did you get the alert? We made love again. Are you getting are you getting the alerts? You gotta turn notifications on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the percentage there <laughs> wait did everybody did everybody vote i i voted i don't know if anybody else voted yeah i think we voted well i voted for spicy too yeah i did too spicy b-hole gets 62 percent wow oh my God. all right and finally to end this horror show <laughs> would you rather Try to give someone a rib job, but realize they didn't wipe properly. Uh, or have someone try to come in your mouth, but instead they accidentally pee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I would. I guess I'd take the pee. It's the lesser of two evils in my mind. Yeah. That's why it's called number one. Number one is less than two. So I'll take the yeah, pee. I agree. If Bear Grylls can drink his own piss, I could take mm. a shot in the mouth. Yeah, sure. That's right. All right. Accidentally swallow some pee-pee. Uh, this has been awful. Uh, I apologize <laughs> profusely. 88% of people agreed with us. Oh, yeah. great. Was that the highest? That was the that highest. That was the I highest. Yeah. It doesn't lessen the blow anymore. No. Well, that was... Uh, oh, my God. That was worse than the last the last time we yeah. uh, got real gross. <laughs> uh. That was a journey, a journey I would have taken with nobody else. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it was with you, boys. I was glad I was here. Yeah, I feel like I need to take a shower. <laughs> should, yeah. I can't have sex in it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so think about that when you're reviewing the show. One yeah. star. These guys suck. <laughs> uh, Jake, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been real, man. Thank you guys. This has been fun as always, and. Uh, I'm a fan first and a friend second. No. (laughs) (laughs) Friend first and a fan first 
they're tied for first. <laughs> Fair enough. This is going great. <laughs> Look, I wear a, I wear a yeah. lot of hats. But thank you. It's a blast. I love doing this. Thank you for having me. All right. We will. Yeah, we'll have you back on soon. Uh, just a quick reminder before we wrap up. Uh, you can send us an email with your thoughts, comments, suggestions for segments, questions for Satan at four guys on a train at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. Follow us on Twitter at the number four guys on a train. Uh, Instagram all spelled out, right? Four guys on a train. I always forget. Yes, it is. Rick's nodding his head. And please rate, review us uh, on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're looking for more reviews. Bad, good. We don't care. We'll read them on the show. Um, and you can listen to us really wherever you find podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, I think, is one you can use. Yeah. So. And yeah, the reviews are so important. Look, we've earned some bad reviews here, guys. Come on. Especially with today. Lay, oh, yeah. lay them on us tonight. Yeah. Come on. We've we've damaged you in a way that we can't that can't ever be repaired. <laughs> you, you owe us a bad review for that. Come on. Yeah. So tell us about it. But yeah, thanks, Jake. Thanks again to Jen. Um, we really appreciate you guys. And yeah, thanks, Jen. Sorry I didn't mention you, but you weren't in the visual cue here where Jake is. <laughs> But we appreciate you as well. Typical man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Canceled. Canceled. For more reasons than that. Well, thanks, everyone. And we will I'll see you next time. Hey, bye. Goodbye. See you. Go pour bleach on your brain so you forget this. Goodbye. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Brandon Johnson, Peter Cosmel, and Rick Schuler. This episode was edited by Peter Cosmel and Rick Schuler. The Four Guys on a Train theme song was written and performed by Brandon Johnson and uses a sample of metrotrain.wave from freesound.org being used under the Creative Commons Attributions License.